Welcome to another episode of Cross-Section, the official podcast of the Section on Neonatal Perinatal Medicine of the American Academy of Pediatrics. The neonatal section represents more than 3,500 neonatologists and clinicians who are committed to caring for the nation's smallest and most vulnerable patients. In Cross-Section, we hear firsthand from some of those individuals about their work. John Zapancic from the AAP section on neonatal perinatal medicine. The section recognized a few years ago that the needs of its members might be different at different stages of their careers. In response, we developed a life cycle initiative to explore what programming and offerings might be relevant to neonatologists at the beginning, middle, and later phases of their work lives. In this episode of Cross Section, we learn about MidCAN, which was started last year for middle career physicians. I was joined by two of the founding directors of MidCan, Drs. Dina Hubbard and Alexis Davis. Dina Hubbard is a neonatologist at Sunflower Neonatology Associates in Overland Park, Kansas, and medical director of the NICU at Centerpoint Medical Center. Dina, welcome. Thank you. Uh, Alexis Davis is medical director of the neonatal intensive care unit at Lucille Packard Children's Hospital and clinical associate professor of pediatrics at Stanford. Welcome, Alexis. Thank you for having me. So uh, this is a, an, an interesting offering from the um, section. Um, can you tell us a little bit about why uh, you folks thought that something like MidCan is necessary? MidCan has evolved from the training and early career neonatology group, TCAN, as part of the perinatal section. As we get into mid-career, I found myself more comfortable with my clinical abilities, so not that early, your early fears, uh, becoming comfortable with the clinical day-to-day, but then it's kind of like, what next? Because with all of your training, there's always the next step, the next goal. And so now we know the what, now we want to look at the why, look at things to improve and increase our professional development. We want we go suddenly from a mentee to a mentor. How do you do that? How do you promote yourself, whether, whether you're in academics or community neonatology? We're automatic leaders by virtue of our profession. So what does that mean as we go on throughout our career? So MidCan is really a group to bring those neonatologists that are 7 to 17 years out of fellowship together and meet their needs. And did you find that, that um, are, are, is anyone else offering something similar like this? Is, is this to supplement um, other initiatives or, or are you finding that there really isn't anywhere to go for, for mid-career people? Uh, from my personal experience, I haven't found anything else like this. And we hope to take up some initiatives to, as I said, improve professional development, leadership, even Within the clinical world, QI, how do you take that on again as we advance? And we're going to be the leaders of those rather than just the participants. And then also getting to the point of resilience and burnout, which is very common uh, in mid-career teamwork, what that looks like, and advocacy, not only for our patients, which we all strive to do, but also for ourselves and our profession. There are many changes in healthcare and things that are different, maybe not what we signed up for when we went into medicine. So as that changes, we need to advocate for ourselves as well. 
And you're you're in a primarily a private practice um, environment, is that right, Dina? Yes. The, these sound like fairly um, generic issues. Um, Alexis, do you, do you think that that there are issues that are um, different in in a um, a university in, environment from the ones that Dina's describing? Sure. Well, I think people who are in academic environments uh, maybe have access to more structured resources from their institution about topics related to either career development um, or other other professional development. I think because it is a, a bigger institution, there's there's the potential for more resources. But I think there's also um, you know concern that maybe whatever their um, training may be, it may be very geared to what that institution's um, goals and priorities are. And I think it's nice to also have um, an outlet to um, have something that's perhaps a little bit more transportable and and relevant uh, in in multiple arenas. And and I think that's what we're hoping to do with MidCan. So um, I guess you're you're inventing this kind of on the fly, but in, inspired a little bit from the early career um, initiative that the AAP has done. Uh, how, how do you plan to to structure uh, mid midcan? Yeah, well, this sort of grew out organically from uh, Andy Hopper and Renata's efforts to to get some of us involved in the uh, section uh, membership committee and and in talking about how to. Um, increase engagement um, in the section. We this is how we came up with you know that maybe there was a gap in that mid-career people were sort of uh, falling off the radar from the section. This would be something to offer them to to help them you know see you know value in being involved. Um, so uh, you know to to sort of reach a, a national base, we uh, the, the the founding members have have effectively become the um, executive council, <clears throat> and we. Um, recruited district representatives uh, for all of the AAP districts. And uh, so those have been identified and we're now in the process of also identifying state representatives just uh, so that um, we can, um, you know, sort of have a, a, a pyramid, um, a reverse pyramid to just sort of reach as many neonatologists as possible who might be interested in getting involved in this group's uh, activities and, and the sections. So there, so there are 10 um, districts. And then in addition to those district representatives, there'd be one from each state as well. That's the goal. Yeah. Okay. Um, and and um, uh, the, the this council is meeting when? I mean, how did how did you get together? Yeah. So um, we uh, the the Midcan group uh, formally meets uh, with the AAP and CE meeting in the fall and the Scottsdale meeting uh, in. Um, April, usually the the perinatal workshop meeting. Uh, We have um, the district representatives, uh, we have um, ad hoc conference calls to to help with uh, planning the two sessions that happen in the fall and the spring. Um, You know, we're we're just getting started and we're also uh, creating some subcommittees to to work on things that to really develop what our um, you know, primary goals are and um, established committees made up of district members and uh, state representatives uh, to really flesh out what those activities should be. So the the three you know priorities that we have are uh, leadership development, networking, and how to become a uh, an educator. And, and uh, within those, um, I know it's early days, 
so far, and we're kind of trying to get the word out right now um, uh, to, to increase involvement, I guess. But w- within those three areas of, of leadership, networking, and, and edu- education, do, do you have any um, particular concrete initiatives that you've started yet, or are we still brainstorming? I think we're still in the no. brainstorming phase. <laughs> I would agree. We're, we are in the brainstorming phase. I would like to see a more formal program development for leadership. I know the American Academy of Pediatrics has something like this for for pediatricians, but I think it's more geared towards early career. So I think that would be something that would be beneficial and maybe could come out of our section and then be used in other sections within the academy. I think the networking opportunity is also a wonderful thing, more than just getting to know people, but our goals are to hopefully share protocols, develop a listserv where you can throw out a question, a clinical question, and see how people do things different ways. And even in terms of research, I'm hoping, again, as somebody that's in a community practice that doesn't have the infrastructure set up for that, maybe we can partner with our colleagues in an academic center to do some clinical research and provide a whole wealth of patients that are not currently represented in research. Yeah, that, that's um, that's interesting. So, so that's a, a kind of a big a, a agenda that you've got. Have, have you had a, a nice response to, to this from membership so far? Have you got um, people in, involved in, in your group? The first meeting was in NCE last year in San Francisco, and we had about 30 attendees. And we even had people that were outside the traditional mid-can age group, but people wanted to see what's going on. And we had a similar number in Scottsdale. The NCE session that we had was based on burnout and resilience. And the session at Scottsdale was kind of lessons learned. So we had three different neonatologists in different phases of their career in different practice settings to kind of tell us what they wish they would have known earlier in the game. And again, just an an opportunity for us to network with some of the more senior, well-known neonatologists, learn from them. So it went over very well, again, about 30 attendees, and we look to grow that. And I think that will be a, a good thing for the section. I think we're going to be able to bring in people that were not previously involved mm-hmm. it's it's a neat concept really I, I you know when i first heard about this kind of life cycle approach that we we have i was thinking would it would it be more likely to silo people off but it actually gives you an excuse in some ways to talk about things that are that that might change dynamically over the period of your career but to talk with people who aren't your uh, you know immediate career phase colleagues doesn't it we can provide some mentoring for TCAN and as well as be mentored by our more senior successful colleagues. It sounds like you're going to need some help. How do we uh, how do we get people involved or if there's if there are people listening, how can how can they um, t- take take part or take advantage of, of what you're doing? Um, this is Alexis. Sure, we would uh, love to get as many people involved as possible. Um, an easy way would be to come to one of our sessions at either the NCE or the perinatal workshop uh, meetings that we have. Um, 
we, you can also email uh, myself or Dina Hubbard and we'll be providing our uh, emails or links to our emails on the section website. Um, and lastly, we are developing a, a, a web application form to make it uh, hopefully as easy as possible for people to uh, give us their contact information and at the very least just, uh, you know, be a part of a listserv, um, you know, possibly provide us with what their interests are so that we can list that and people can, um, you know, find ways to connect with each other offline. Great. Well, we'll, we'll look forward to talking again on a cross-section about what what initiatives you have going maybe later on in the fall. And uh, in the meantime, thanks for um, spending some time with us and good luck. Thanks, John. Thank you very much.